here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Hi, I'm Callie from Coaster Kids, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Bradley at home. I've been over 1,300 volcanoes, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hi everybody, my name is Mike Collins. And I'm EB. And we are from CoasterRadio.com, the original theme park podcast. And you guys are listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? I accept the Coaster Challenge. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? Coaster Challenge Podcast is here. It's time to face your fears. Get that theme park therapy and let us both your Coaster ears. Challenge Podcast is here. Your fear can disappear. We know that theme park therapy can drive all your tears. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? Yes, I accept the Coaster Challenge. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? We accept because you know we're not average. You're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. A journey where people become fearful to fearless, all from riding roller coasters. So please, secure your hats and glasses, and keep your hands and arms inside the podcast. It's time to accept the Coaster Challenge with your hosts, Andrew Locke. Hi everyone, this is Andrew, one of the executive producers of the Coaster Challenge podcast. I've got a coaster enthusiast with me today, someone that actually I know personally. I'm friends with him and his dad and hang out with them, especially when I head up to Virginia. Welcome to the podcast, Dylan, uh, better known as Blues Coasters on Instagram. How's it going, Dylan? Pretty good. Great to be here. Excited awesome. for this. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you. Happy to have you. We like to have a wide range of of guests on the show, whether it be backgrounds or in this case, you know, ages and I know you're uh, not shy about sharing your opinions, <laughs> so that'll come in handy. So, uh, yeah, we, we like people that, uh, you know, are willing to share their opinions or not shy. So let's actually uh, kick things off here. So the first question, uh, we always like to just kind of do an intro question. So, I mean, I know you well, Dylan. We talk all the time. I know your dad yeah. well. But... Um, now, obviously, our, our audience doesn't necessarily know you, so tell our audience about yourself and about your love of uh, parks and coasters. Well, um, as you know, probably by the intro, I'm from Virginia, and I'm a coaster nerd, so VA coaster nerd, uh, and uh, I also play uh, guitar, so that was actually my first passion before our coasters, and still is uh, my first passion. Nothing to diss on coasters, but, you know, music's better, so, uh, you know... I just really got into coasters just, it's just kind of out of the blue, but uh, I think that will be answered later on. Um, but yeah, music and coasters are my two things, and that's really what I do every day. If I'm not playing my guitar or practicing with my band, uh, I'll be out on uh, on a coaster. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I think it's personally, I mean, I'm like you, I have multiple passions. Coasters and parks is not my only yeah. one. Um, and... Yeah, you know, I like to think of cars, technology, mm-hmm. and some other things. But uh, and it's interesting sometimes how they all come together, which is kind of cool. But um, you know, I I personally think it's healthier. You know, my opinion. It's just my opinion to have multiple passions, to not be singularly obsessed. But you know, I I have friends that are there. All they do is coasters. They don't really even like the rest of the parks. They just like the coasters, mm-hmm. and that's all they love. And hey, you know, at the end of the day, if you're happy, you're happy. 
but having you know multiple passions you know like you you live in virginia weather isn't great all year round the parks aren't open you know these you know you, well i guess bush garden kings dominion started being open year yeah now. they're starting to branch but, out which is nice yeah give, give, yeah, give us yeah. some off season yeah but at, at, even at the same time you know, i get the emails from bush gardens williamsburg and they've been yeah. closed the weather and, actually you know, and the, yeah yeah they were close today so yeah that's what i was getting at yeah, yeah. but and even if they're open all the coasters are open so you know obviously you know having stuff to do in the off season or you know if you can't make it to the parks the weather's bad whatever yeah. it may be you know and obviously your other hobby which we'll talk about more later is something that you can do indoors doesn't the weather doesn't matter you can you know a lot of it you can do by yourself you know yeah. just you're part of the band and you know we'll, we'll get into that later but uh, yeah, so that thanks for sharing that, and and again, we'll talk more about that side of things later, Dylan. But so your your Instagram name is that really the combination? Like it's the blues, like the music, the blues, that style well, of music. So how that came to be was I used to be just strictly blues. That's like really all I listened to, and then you know later on I started getting into different genres like classic rock, psychedelic rock, um, southern rock, things like that. But nice. you know finding a new name for that i think just keeping it as uh, blues coasters you know I, it's not I, a color I, it's a genre it's a genre of music it's not a color right um, right that's what i figured that's what i figured yeah even though your logo is well blue. you know <laughs> so so you mentioned by the way classic rock are you are you into rush at all i, I like rush um i don't play rush that much because i can't sing it I don't right. got that you voice. Know, you know, you know but, uh, voice. yeah, Rush, Rush, definitely. Uh, I love, love Rush. Uh, Neil Peart, one of my, in my, my opinion, one of the greatest drummers, if not the greatest drummer of all time. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, maybe it was your dad that I was talking about this, but maybe I have talked to you about this. I mean, this almost sounds familiar, but you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Rush and it was sad that we lost Neil a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, I think I talked to one of you guys about that and because it's now sounding familiar, but mm -hmm. yeah, I just was curious because you mentioned classic rock and I love classic rock. A lot of the bands from that era and Rush is, is the foremost of them. So yeah. but, we'll talk more about music later, but let's talk about coasters first. Cause that's, you know, that's the thing. That's the thing. So, so let's start at the very beginning now, either from your own memory or, you know, your dad, cause your dad and you ride a lot and stuff. Um, what is the first coaster that you rode? Well, from my memory, the first coaster that I rode was, I'm pretty sure, uh, it was the Grover coaster over at Bush gardens, the best coaster in the park. <laughs> 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 Much better than that intimate multi. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, uh, it was it was it was Grover Coaster. I'm pretty sure. Um, right, right. Didn't really think own. think of it at much at much of a ride at first, but uh, starting from there, you can't really forget where you started at. Right. Yeah, it's your first one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, how first big coaster I I would do uh, was Lotness Monster. So oh, okay. first big okay. coaster. Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you rode Air Grover? Oh God, uh, I, I really don't know. I think I was probably four or five. Okay. Because okay. we 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 originally I first originally lived in New York, so uh, we moved down here when I was three, Virginia. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, I think either four or five. And uh, okay, 
Okay. And actually, that explains, I don't think I knew that you originally from New York, but that explains your father's accent. You don't have it because you were too young <laughs> yeah. to develop it. But yeah, okay, okay. And then how old were you when you wrote Loch Ness the first time? Probably six, six and a half. Wow. So I don't know. I, 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 I'm short, so duh. <laughs> I, I didn't get well, that, that, that height to ride the ride. Verbolin Verbo well, was always the one in the park that gave me the problem. I could always ride Lotness, but the people at Verbolin wouldn't ever let me um because I was like right there at the. They, they always gave me a tough time at that ride. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I think you're you're cutting. You know, you're not giving yourself enough credit. I mean, six to seven years old. Forget about the height issue. Six to seven years old to ride a multi-looping, you know, multi-version. Yeah. That's pretty darn young. That's impressive, actually. So yeah. yeah Throw seeker yeah. over here. So. Well, oh, well, yeah, we know, we know. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, so, okay, all right, very good. So, and then you moved to the Virginia area uh, yeah. when you were about three, and you live in right. Williamsburg. Right? Yeah. So how how far away, like how many minutes are you away, by, say, by car to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg? Depending on traffic, like average, around 20 minutes. So I'm, like, right there. It's, it's not yeah. bad. That's that's really impressive. That's and then, really impressive. yeah. Yeah. King's Dominion, I'm an hour, hour right. flat, so. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah me too. I mean, uh, you know, again, this is an opinion, but I was just actually talking to uh, another interview I did yesterday um, uh, with actually someone whose home park has pretty much always been Bush Gardens Tampa, your, your, your sister park there. Mm -hmm. The better, the better Bush Gardens. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> again, that's an opinion, okay, that, that is an opinion, uh, but I, I, I disagree with that um when looking at it from a theme park perspective not necessarily just a coaster perspective but yeah. um in my and this is my opinion but we were talking and i were talking about that mm -hmm. and uh i was talking about how i think that bush gardens williamsburg is the best park in the chain looking at an overall park perspective my favorite and so i think it's pretty cool that your your home park is because not many people have that as their home park yeah, it's, it's definitely nice to have a nice uh, home, something other than, you know, a Six Flags, run of the mill Six Flags. I'm not dissing on Six Flags. Like, if I had a uh, great adventure as a home park, that would be awesome. You know, El Toro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Praying they can get that fixed up soon. Oh, uh, me too. Um, or Great America, that's a nice uh, park. I, I had a good time there. Uh, yeah, me but, too. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, yeah. in terms of... I'm just very happy to have Bush and Kings really close to me because they're yeah. one of not, this may be a little biased, but they're definitely up there in terms of my favorite parks. That I've been yeah, to. no, that makes a lot of sense. I've had some great visits at both those parks in the past couple of years, you know, hanging out a lot with you and your dad and other people, uh, jamming and, <laughs> and other yeah. colorful. Actually, we're, we're hanging out Sunday. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a, I need some coaster therapy. I'm coming down to Bush Gardens. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. those stories. Uh, so, yeah. so, but you mentioned Great Adventure. Yeah, that was my original home park until I was eighteen. I grew up in New Jersey, and yeah, it was yeah. a great home park. And uh, but you know, I, I know people that live in the Virginia, Maryland area where Six Flags America is their closest park, but they refuse to count that as their home park. Yeah, well, I, I don't really count Bush Gardens, Williamsburg is their yeah. So. Funny enough, I didn't really have that bad of a time at six flags america sure it wasn't like yay let's go back to six flags america but right. batwing was open it wasn't down believe it or not nice. like we got there was open we wrote it 
uh, one train, obviously, Six Flags. So. Of course. Uh, yeah. The only coaster that... Actually, you know what? We got on all the coasters there without a problem. So, that was nice. Okay. The only problem was that one train on pretty much everything, but what can you expect from a park at that time? Right. Right. Well, I mean, David and I, not together, but separately, have been to Six Flags America each once. And uh, we both had some not so great experiences yeah. which I'm not gonna get into here but uh yeah i mean you know it's definitely i definitely not the best six flags park that i've been to i've been to yeah I, I i wouldn't go back there because you know there's nothing that really pleases me right I mean, there's good rides but it's not like you know let's just go yeah it's not it's not a top tier it's not a yeah. fiesta texas great adventure great yeah. america magic mountain those are like the top tier in my opinion six flags park yeah but, all yeah. right well in any case okay so so we're probably going to jump ahead. I'm guessing, you know, certainly not Air Grove or maybe Loch Ness, but, you know, how, how many coasters, how many credits do you have now, Dylan? Uh, 311, if I remember off the top of my head. So, yeah. And you're 15? Yeah, I actually turned uh, uh, 16 at the Sunday, so that's... Oh, be, well, happy yeah. birthday. If you Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Since, we're, since you're not on Facebook, I don't get the notification about, you know, that's... Anyone who's not my Facebook friend, I'm not good about remembering birthdays. Cause that's Facebook, all right. Yeah, that's one good thing. Well, yeah, happy birthday, 16. Oh, so you're driving now. Uh, I'm, a, I'm not in a big rush, but yeah, I'm, 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 I can get my permit anytime I want. So nice. I'm, I'm not in a rush, though. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I know you've done your fair share of traveling. You and I have talked a lot about yep. planning trips. You, you, very impressively, you, even though your dad and you are both, you know, kind of enthusiasts, I think more you so more so than your dad but you are the one that plans your trips and i've seen this in other families too you know whether it's like parents and children where the kids are like the they almost have the more maturity or there's certain levels of maturity certain areas of maturity where you know they kind of you know rise to occasion and plan the trips or do the finances and and yeah. uh, so you're kind of one of those which is i think is really interesting whenever that happens and you and i've talked about trip planning tips and, and things like that so you've gotten your share of credits so i mean 300 plus credits for yeah. someone your age is again very impressive so and you it doesn't matter what credit count you're at you can be an enthusiast at any credit it doesn't matter oh absolutely absolutely yeah. i'm just talking about in terms yeah. of your yeah. rate of attaining credits is impressive yeah. yeah yeah so so 300 plus credits which one of those scared you the most before you got on it okay so there's two okay uh, that's fine the first the first one that really got me into coasters which is probably gonna be another question down the line uh was i-305 and that's kind of oh. in the name intimidator but you know right. when you're right when you're you know get on like your first giga and it's like up there and none of the rides or at that park or near that height it's like holy crap this thing ginormous you know but uh sure. got got on it i was like let's do it again the second coaster that really scared the crap out of me was dragster ah okay yeah. and funny enough okay. i rode dragster after kinda ka i got oh. Ka first yeah and okay well let, let's well, let's come back to that. Let's go okay. because it's kind of a two-parter. So, because I, I don't want to kind of jump too far ahead, but I do want to mm -hmm. talk about that certainly because I'm very curious. But let's yeah. divide this in two. Let's talk about Intimidator, and then we'll talk about Dragster slash King Kaka. So, uh, so first of all, by the way, um, Dragster, just to address that real quick, mm -hmm. is a very common answer to this question. 
So you're you're fitting in as much as yeah. that matters. And oh. I don't care about fitting in, but I don't I don't <laughs> fit in in some some opinions. You'll hear that. Oh well, yeah, I, know. I know that you already know. <laughs> oh, I know some I know some opinions that are coming. But on the other hand, I think I three hundred five. I think this is the first person, and it's surprising in a way if you think about it, because I three hundred five again, it is very intimidating. Uh, you know, the height of it, uh, the layout of it, yeah. uh, the, you know, just watching it off right, it looks really intense. And it is the most intense giga, no question. Oh, yeah. No question. It's an amazing coaster. So let's talk about I-305 first. So what was intimidating about it? Was it the height? It, 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 honestly, you know, just seeing that train just whiz through the layout at speeds that I've never seen before, you know, because that was my fastest coaster at the time. And just right. watching that thing just go all over the place, just really just was like, holy crap, I'm about to do this. And, uh, you know, also, you know, I was hearing things about it, you know, people back out on this thing, blah, 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 blah. Keep in mind, I was GP at this time. I was still <laughs> GP at this right. time. I, right. I didn't consider myself a nerd. I was a GP. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Yeah. But that, that so was definitely... Oh, boy. When did I get to Kings? Uh, the first time I went to Kings... Let me see what year this was. It's approximate. Um, an approximate... I'd say 2019. So... Okay, yeah. so you were like 12-ish. Yeah. I was in, yeah, it was in 2019. 2018, 2019, give or take. Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. and you still consider yourself GP back then. Okay. Yeah. And I'm assuming you had not been to Cedar Point yet, right? No. I actually didn't get to Cedar Point till. So originally, the first coaster trip we were going to do was in 2020, but obviously 2020, that nothing, nothing happened in 2020. Right. So, and I was really disappointed because we were talking about going to Cedar Point that entire year in 2019. It's like, yeah, we're going to do it in 2020. Oh. COVID hits. Then we had to wait an entire year and finally went to Cedar Point in uh, 21. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So prior to riding. I threw a five in 2019. Mm -hmm. You had not ridden like an intense intimate. You had not ridden obviously no. Maverick. Actually, or... that was my first intimate. That was your first intimate yeah, period. Because uh, you know, uh coaster, you know, water ride, it was Pompeii, I'm pretty sure. Uh right. but besides King's Dominion, the only park I went to for was Bush Gardens. And you know, I, I went to Disney World. Uh and they didn't have uh, Haggers at the time, I don't think. Or Universal. Wait, so you oh, not, no, Universal, sorry. Okay, sorry. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you you would Universal okay. when you were Universal. They didn't have Haggers at the time. Disney World, yeah. they don't have any Intamins, if I'm not mistaken. No. Well, I mean, if we're going to be technically, had you ridden Gringotts back in that period? I might have... Because that is maybe, that's, maybe not. Okay. But Gringotts is that, an intimate. It's a well, I call it the Franken intimate because it, the track is intimate, the the cars are intimate. Although mm -hmm. I think dynamic, dynamic attractions helped a lot with the motion okay. based style. But the the uh, tilt drop. There's only two companies in the world that really do tilts. There's mm -hmm. Golden Horse, very infamously, which I've ridden yeah. very crazy, not great coaster. Yeah. And there's the Coma. Yeah. Coma. 
Vacoma did that, so it's it's with with Intamin and Universal. Mm -hmm. Very interesting how they all kind of work together. But yeah. Anyway, so so maybe it, okay. Well, maybe it written that, but that's kind of a kind of a unique coaster. Yeah. But anyway, so I three or five was your first intense Intamin. Intense least. coaster, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So. Okay, so as a GP, you really only had visited your local close by yeah. home park and yeah. then going down to Florida. Okay, okay. We, yeah. got it. Okay, so you 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 know you're intimidated by the kind of the layout, maybe, and I think you mentioned the height earlier as well. Right? Well, also, also that yeah. lift structure, like there's nothing supporting that thing. Right, it's like <laughs> there's no yeah. So you got the three hundred five yeah. foot lift, and there's like two things holding it up. This thing's gonna fall right. over. Right, right. So. You like and and also that ride, you know, like a lot of Cedar Fair type, mm -hmm. you know, level of theming slash level of complexity or or cover, and you know they don't want to have a lot of indoor queues and things like that. It's yeah. just you're just kind of out there, you're hearing the coaster, you're seeing it in the queue. Yeah. So were you kind of just nervous, like, oh gosh, what's this going to be like? And and you know, am I going to black out? And is this going to be too intense for me? Is that kind of what was going through your head? Not like or? that. It's just like you get that feeling in your. In the pit of your stomach, and it's like, okay, how's this gonna, how's this gonna turn out? Right. I get off, right. Like, why was I worrying about that to begin with? Why was I flipping out for the past thirty minutes while I was waiting in line for no reason? You know, I was like, let's go back right. and do it again. Well, so. oh, and that's great, and that's great, and that's what a lot of our reactions mm -hmm. as enthusiasts when we ride these coasters before we say become enthusiasts yeah. when we're still scared and all that. You know, we that's what happens. We have that switch for like we're afraid before. Mm -hmm. We get off. We're like, oh my gosh, why was I scared? I'm gonna ride this again. I want to go ride all these yeah. other coasters that I'm scared about. You know, so that's typical. But yeah. before we get to that and kind of beyond that, talk about the you know what is it roughly two minutes or so of that ride? You know that drop and all the all the intense positives. You know what what was going through your head while you were riding it? Talk about that. Okay, so the first time I just kind of comprehended. You know, everything went by so fast. Uh, actually, I remember the. Okay, so I do remember this is happening. So we walked into the coaster, the, the queue. We asked the uh, ride off. I was there with one of my friends. Um, and we said, uh, are we going to black out on this thing? And he said, uh, you might. Pretty good chance of it. And I think he was just saying that. To, I mean, because they, they obviously, you know, they widen the turn and all that stuff. So you don't black out anymore. You do get a gray out. But, you know, seeing right. two... Uh, 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 two little GPs, you can't, you can't help but, but to pick on them a little bit. Or warn them. <laughs> Intimidate or them. them a little bit. Right, right. With that, with the coaster. But uh, going back to the coaster itself, uh, just riding that ride, uh, you couldn't comprehend it the first time around. But all I remember is it was fast, it was intense, and it was insane. Really. Those, okay. those, are, the three, those are the three words I can use to uh, describe that yeah. coaster. Yeah, it's a speed machine. Intamin yeah. builds some pretty interesting speed machines. Mm -hmm. I've been on a, at least a few of them. Terran being another yeah. one, it's amazing. But you know, I I did not ride I three hundred five like you did in terms of I had already conquered my fear of coasters. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't ride it until last year. I just I yeah. hadn't been back to Dominion. Uh, I was time. there with you. I got. I, I, yeah, yeah, you were there. Uh, yeah, I yeah, you were there, literally riding with me. Yeah, and I remember <clears throat> going, you know, getting off of it, and I was dumbfounded. I and I, mm -hmm. I had all these friends, you and so many other friends, tell me how amazing yeah. it is and why it's amazing. And even with all that prep, getting off of or you know riding it, it was because the speed of it, it goes so fast for your brain yeah. that you get off of it 
that first time, especially, and you're like, what the heck just happened? And so I get where you're coming from, especially yeah. being a GP, being afraid of it. And so, but, but you got off of it and you loved it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so and then that, that was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and that, that and, uh, Twisted Timbers were, were the two coasters that really, uh, inspired my interest and, in, uh, uh, coaster riding. So now were, were those, do you ride those for the first time the same day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Actually, I rode Twisted before we got on 305. So, so you weren't that afraid of Twisted Timbers. You yeah. already conquered inversion. I was actually looking forward to Twisted Timbers because you know all the things I heard about it. Because I, 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 at the time, I, 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 wa I was watching like coaster uh, content on YouTube and things, but I still considered myself a GP because I like had pretty much zero knowledge of what the yeah. heck was going on. I would call that GP plus because if, yeah. if you're watching GP YouTube about coasters, yeah, GP plus. We we were we were in the in the middle, but um, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah we yeah. rode Twisted first. I was like, yeah, that's fun. Uh, let's go try out the 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 the, the Giga. <laughs> right, right, and mm -hmm. then you and you were like, it was overwhelming, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. While you're on yep. it. And, yeah. you know, you weren't scared anymore after it. And, mm -hmm. and so did you ride it more times that same day? I threw a five. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to get a better, better uh, feel of what this ride actually does. Because like I said, the, the first time you couldn't really comprehend it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. roughly after that, how long was it after that that you rode King Ka? Oh, uh, boy. A few years. A few years. Because, uh, okay. yeah either a couple or a few years because uh, uh, we, we, we did my dad and I, when I say we, it's my dad and I, uh, right. um, we did kingdom con 21. So okay. that was on our, that was on our uh, 2021. That was on our first coaster trip. So okay. great adventure, you know, was our first big park. You know, we hit the Jersey boardwalks. Then we did nice. great adventure. Then we did, you know, the PA parks. Then we went up to a uh, Sandusky. So uh, then we got on drive. Yeah. Okay. So you rode you rode King Ka, then Dragster, and it was in with a matter of what days or weeks of each other? Days, days, I'd okay. say. Or pretty okay. cl pretty close to a week. I'd say maybe five days, five or six. It might have been a week, but you okay. know, somewhere in that. Uh, and okay, and you did not identify direct. Excuse me, you did not identify King Ka as being a coaster that really scared you. No, it was scary as hell, but <laughs> Okay, but but, but I was I was more scared of Dragster. Why? Because uh the lap bars. Just just uh -huh. having that that little T bar there. Right. You know, a little T bar. Okay. So cuz mm -hmm. normally so enthusiasts and again, when we talk about yeah. we talk about a true enthusiast fundamentally we're generally talking about people that pretty much don't they don't they're not afraid of most rides most yeah. coasters and, stuff. and i'm not for, anymore. The, most, for yeah. the most part and that's how most of us are so so i get it so because because you weren't quite there yet mm -hmm. so but because normally enthusiasts comparing ka to dragster like dragster better because well dragster rest yeah. in peace but back when it was still open mm -hmm. it had less restrictive restraints yeah. and you know it's the same reason why mm -hmm. and 
you know, I know you have your opinions, but just in terms of restraints, people, a lot of people like Floss Coaster better than Maverick because of comfort for this, you know, same kind of thing, yeah. similar kind of thing. So, okay, so because you were kind of more exposed, Dragster scared you more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's funny sense. enough, I had my hands up on that launch <laughs> the first time. Oh, the, the first time on Dragster, <laughs> even though you were yeah, scared. Like, yeah, yeah, and I still decided to put my hands up, so, you know, I didn't listen so, to the he said arms down. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, let's let's go back to Ka for a moment. So Ka, did Ka in, in, intimidate you, scare you because of the height? Yeah. And uh, just watching that thing shoot up the tower and just spiral back down to earth at almost 128 miles an hour. Just yeah. crazy to think about. The world, so you're, maybe you're, you're, you're about to ride the world's tallest coaster. And you're like, what can you right. So right. be a little intimidating. So maybe the combination of the height and the acceleration slash speed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you rode that and I, you know, I'm sure again, that short ride, how fast it goes by, you yeah. know, it's like even more like I 305 like that where yeah. you can't even process it. So then you get mm -hmm. off of, of, of uh, King the car. And what were you thinking? Uh, I was thinking, why was that so shaky at the end of the launch track? <laughs> right. Cause you yeah. loved it. Okay. No, so that well, I mean, it's, it's all right. You know, I like it in the front, minus getting sprayed in the eye with the water at the end of the track. That doesn't happen to me on Dragster for some reason. Right. Uh, I always got whacked in the eye with a drop of water on Kai, and, you know, it was shaky. But besides that, it, it was a really fun coaster. Right. And, and, and ultimately, you were not scared. Like, you didn't feel like no. you had any reason to be scared of it after going on it. Right. No. Right. And then, okay. and then we actually... Uh, we, we, we went to ride it in the back, and uh, that was a stupid uh, idea because that was, like, one of the worst experiences I've ever, I've ever had on a coaster. And why was that? Because it was so shaky and right. just boom, 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 towards the end of that launch track. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it's been a long time since I've ridden either of them, mm -hmm. and but I have heard, I don't. I think I've only ridden Ka a couple times. I think the last time I rode it was maybe 2017, maybe even earlier than that. And yeah, it's just, it, yeah, maybe I didn't experience it back then, yeah. or I, maybe I don't think I've ridden the back. I think I usually ride the front, but or yeah, the front. With, yeah. With those type of coasters, the accelerators, uh, definitely the front is pretty much the way to go on those. Yeah, yeah. makes sense yeah. given the mechanics of them. Okay, yeah. That okay, so. Yeah. yeah, that was our first That's time it. at Great Adventure. Uh, we were kind of bummed out because uh, Toro and Jersey Devil was closed. You know, Toro had the uh, the accident with right. the, uh, right. the partial derailment, and you know, right. Jersey Devil got a parts recall. Uh, we came back the next year and we got on both of them. And then I think uh, later on in the summer, Toro broke, so I was happy to get on while I did. And same thing with Dragster. A couple weeks later, you know, the accident happened. I was uh, like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad we wrote it when we did. Yeah. 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 Well, so you a couple of things. Yeah, a couple of things to unpack there. So, one, I don't feel sorry for you for that first visit to Great Adventure, missing out on Toro, because I have been to, to Great Adventure so <laughs> many times. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was funny. I'm sorry for laughing yeah. at you that. But, yeah. Yeah, so I've been there so many times since Toro has been open, and... Whenever He's I'm there, it's great, man. Yeah, can I get a break there? It's my ultimate white whale. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned about getting on Dragster just to 
you know, a couple of weeks before the the unfortunate fatal accident. Yeah. Uh, my friends Larry and Jean, who you'll be meeting this um, at a Hollywood Nights this year, oh, yeah. actually you'll, you'll be meeting them before then at the uh, Dollywood. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're awesome they people. You will love them. And, uh, they they were there that day. They live in Ohio, and they were there the day the accident happened, which is crazy. But yeah. Um, but anyway, they, so like, you were just were they like in line for the ride or just poking around throughout the park? No, they were. <clears> I don't think they were on ride in line for it, as I recall. But you know what? I've, I've been talking about them a long time. I'll have to ask them. Yeah, maybe we can ask them when we're at Dollywood together. But um, but they were there in the park at least. Yeah. yeah. They were. So. Uh, so anyway, so, okay, so you went, you rode, rode car, you conquered that height and acceleration yeah. speed, and then you get to Cedar Point, and you still have, maybe not the, you didn't have the intimidation of the acceleration or the speed or the yeah. height, it was just maybe those things you had conquered, but now you're adding the exposure, and you're, yeah. you know, yeah. so, so, but nonetheless, you had your hands up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but halfway, halfway, was, like, halfway down the launch, I was like. Uh, yeah, this is freaking insane. This is awesome. Hands up, hand up, hand goes up. And, uh, you know, the rest is where it's at. Okay. So Dylan, you were saying that you initially had your hands down, but then when you're going through that launch, yep. you then put them up. Yeah. About halfway. It was like, uh, yeah, this is in incredible. And hand, the hands went up and the rest is history. The rest is blues coasters history. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair though, you were concerned about those restraints. That's what was making you nervous after yeah. having already conquered Ka. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, you're going down that launch, but that's, I mean, if you kind of think about the the being nervous about restraints on a coaster like that, yeah. you know, going up that top hat straight up, coming straight down, mm -hmm. you know, going over the top hat, the airtime, mm -hmm. you know, those would be where you'd be concerned about the restraints not being sufficient. Enough. Yeah. So, so what do you think just the elation, the endorphins, the adrenaline that were kicking in on that yeah. launch was overwhelming your concerns, basically? Pretty much. Yeah. The, the, the okay. adrenaline. Yeah. Okay. And then you get off, you get off of, of Dragster. And then yeah. what are you thinking? I got off and uh, I was telling my dad, uh, uh, I was asking him, what do you like better? That or Tina Kyle? was the first thing that came out of my mouth. And he was like, uh, this thing definitely and we got off the ride you know we were like holy crap this thing's incredible uh posted it on my story credit blah 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 incredible coaster um and then uh i was like let's go do it again and he was like yeah let's get some other credits knocked out first and we'll come back and uh we we right. went and, uh, we actually went to uh vengeance i think and you know that was ah. uh, a whole other story yeah uh, well we want to hear later. that yeah, we'll get to that. Um, well, well, um, does vengeance is a vengeance an answer to any of the other questions directly? I don't think it is. Yeah, least favorite question. No, I'm kidding. That's philosophy. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, I guess we sort of promised um, hot takes, spicy takes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, go ahead if you want to share briefly your uh, your thoughts on vengeance and that first ride. Okay, one of the absolute worst RMCs I've ever experienced. And I'll tell you why. The yeah, pacing sucks. <laughs> Given I rode this ride when the mid-course was pretty much stopping the train. Like, pretty damn close to stopping the train. Um, so, uh, the whole second half was boring. It was a complete... Uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, 
snooze fest. Uh, <laughs> it didn't do anything. The airtime was weak. Uh, <laughs> felt like Apollo's chariot. Um, <laughs> it just didn't do anything. Right. It was right. a complete uh, buzzkill, that whole mid-course. The first half was good, but, you know, once you just kill all your momentum like that, it just really just ruins the entire coaster for me. Um, I'm going yeah. back this summer, hopefully, and I pray to get trimless rides on it. I don't know how my luck's going to be. Because uh, yeah. uh, a friend I mentioned earlier who rode 305 with me, uh, he went yeah. uh, last summer in 22, and uh, he got trimless rides on it. And I was like, you lucky son of a gun. But um, but I got the dragster credit. He didn't. That coaster's better. Right. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kim, one of the other producers of the podcast, mm -hmm. you'll get to meet her at Hollywood Nights this year. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's awesome. I appreciate yeah. her energy. She's very enthusiastic. Uh, she she bumped up Vengeance in her ratings last summer. Yeah. I think for similar reasons. She got better rides on it. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, I've already on the show shared my opinions of Vengeance. Yeah. You know, you with you personally, so I won't go into that. That's uh, the first thing. That's the only thing we agree on. Yeah. Well, I think we, I think we and, agree and on some, some other things and some other things, but uh, some other things. Yeah. But we disagree on another. <laughs> It makes things fun. So yeah. All right. So so you got off a of dragster. You loved it, and mm -hmm. so, and then you've not been scared of any coasters since then. No. No. Okay. So when do you think you became an enthusiast? Do you have a moment? A lot of us have that moment. The moment was dragster. I think when I got off a of drag, that really sealed it for me. I think it was getting off a of dragster. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So either that. So Either yeah. that or uh, getting off uh, uh, Lightning Rod over Spring Break in the same year in April. But, was that prior to going to Cedar yeah. Point? Yeah, so right. Cedar Point was in late July. And right. uh, Do Dollywood was in April. Actually, very early April, like the first week in April. So, Okay. Um, One of the yeah, two. Yeah, I mean, sometimes... Sometimes, you know, the moments that we identify or the moment that we identify mm -hmm. is when we have become an enthusiast is when we truly mm -hmm. conquer the fear. Sometimes it's different. Uh, sometimes it's just about having an amazing moment on a coaster, which, yeah. you know, like your lightning rod experience or whatnot. But, uh, yeah, okay. All right. So, all right. So a couple more questions. Yeah. This Again, we're going through our, <coughs> we call our fear journey here. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's why I'm asking you some follow-up questions. But a couple more questions here, and then we're going to move on to something else. So, you know, in terms of conquering your fear on rides like I-305 and then later on Dragster, mm -hmm. how did riding those coasters conquering your fear impact your life? Uh, well, I definitely made some great friends, met some great people, right. uh, gained a lot of support, which I, I, I can't thank everyone who supports me enough. I, I don't view them as followers. I view them as friends. So, because when you say supporters, what do you mean by that? Just, just people that like, you like, you know, just follow me or some, I'll get like DMS just saying, Hey, you want to chill out at a park? Are you going to be at a park this day? Like I'll be posting like a couple uh, days ahead on my story. Hey, I'm going to be at King's Dominion or Hey, I'm going to be at Bush Gardens. And they'll DM me like, is it all right if we uh, hang out a little bit? I'll be like, sure, man. It's no problem. Be happy. Okay. People like that. Okay. 
So yeah, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of experiences like that. Yeah. Which I, I agree with that's awesome. And I so yeah, I mean, I I refer to that as um, and really Facebook doesn't do that as much. It's really that's one of the reasons why I love Instagram. It's mm-hmm. where Instagram sort of enhances the social the social awesomeness of the yeah. hobby. That's kind of way I look at it. Is me. I've met some amazing friends, amazing friends, you know, just by people <clears throat> DMing me, you know, interacting mm-hmm. with me, and 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 or sometimes me interacting with them first. But yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying there. So so the social. Yeah. Okay, now um, if we take a step back and it, not just you conquering your fear on those two coasters, mm-hmm. uh, you think about you know maybe maybe the, the fear, but, you know, going beyond the, the social aspects or just mm-hmm. in terms of enjoying coasters and parks to the degree that you do and all the parks you've been to, yeah. have they had any other significant positive impact on your life in any other ways? Like taking a step back. Um, besides uh, uh, meeting a bunch besides of... Besides the social. Yeah, the social besides aspect. that. Um, you know, just giving me a way to just, you know, relax and just to forget about... Uh, just various things going on at the time. Uh, just you mean like stress from school yeah. or stress it, from, yeah. with your, yeah, with yeah, your and music does the same thing with that, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you, I know you have stressors in your life. You know, you're you're a teenager. You know, I know you and your mom battle each other sometimes. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, I know school can be a pain. So so what <laughs> you're just describing there, Dylan, is, is really what this podcast is chiefly yeah. about, which is theme park therapy. It's going to the parks, you know, getting on the rides or even just walking around or enjoying a mm-hmm. show or just being immersed and not being in the real world, just getting away yeah. from your troubles for for a few hours or a day. And so, you know, you so you really appreciate that. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really, yeah. Powerful. really mm-hmm. powerful. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for kind of going through the fear journey with me. Yeah. So now we're going to... Now, given your opinions and your life telling good stories, what, what's that? Brought back some good memories talking about that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's usually, yeah, usually <clears throat> it's good memory. Usually it's good memories overall, especially yeah, when you look at after, yeah. after you get off the ride and have mm-hmm. gone through it to face your fears and, and all that. So, so the next section we're going to talk about here, I think you'll enjoy because it's about sharing opinions of things and funny uh-huh. stories and interesting stories. So, so what has been your craziest moment on a coaster? Oh, Lord, there's been a lot of crazy moments on a coaster. Uh, let me tell you a couple of stories. So, uh, Twisted Timbers. Uh, this wasn't really crazy. This was just infuriating. Um, okay. We were on Twisted, okay. This was Twisted Timbers. Uh, this was last year, I think. And um, we were going up the lift hill. There were these two people sitting in front of us, teenagers, and they were spitting at each other. And I'm saying oh. that. So I'm getting freaking spat on. We oh. hit that break run, and I was just all. Oh, I just was like, what are you doing? You know, I didn't say, what are you doing? I said some different stuff, but I was like, <laughs> right, pretty right. much cut it out and grow up. Like, what are you right. doing? There's people back here trying to enjoy a riding. We don't need any 40 effects. If <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we don't need 40 effects. I, we have enough of those from other sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. <laughs> So, inside joke, people. For those that are wondering yeah. what we're talking about, it's about a mutual. It's about a mutual quote unquote friend of ours. But mm-hmm. any, anyways, so so you told these these two kids, right? It was two kids. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And pretty, and they were uh, older than me, but I, I didn't care. So what <laughs> was their something. response to that? They, they looked back at me, they rolled their eyes, and they just went, whatever. I'm like, all right, you're going to grow up to be one of those people, unless if you change your ways. Yeah. Just now, learn, some, learn some respect, you know? Right. right. People here that are trying to just enjoy a day, and they and they've come came from wherever to get here, and they've paid money to do this. And the last thing you want to do is get spat on. Right. Yeah. Or anything along those lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need fluids or what. So, yeah. so how long ago did that happen? Uh, that was last year. That was either last year. No, that wasn't last year. That was in twenty twenty one. Okay. So a couple of years. Okay. I think that was during haunt. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. So home. let's say <clears throat> just 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 follow me here. Let's mm-hmm. say that it happens before you had written I three oh five and hence before mm-hmm. you had written Dragster and Ka. Do you think you still would have reacted to them that way? Well, being much younger, I probably wouldn't have said anything. Do you, okay, all right, so let me ask you this. I get what you're saying there. Do you think it's just an age thing, though? Or do you think there may be something else here? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's both. It could be both. You know? So what, okay, so what, because I don't want to lead you here. I'm, I want to see, I want to mm-hmm. see if you're thinking what I'm thinking. Uh, what do you mean so, by something else? Be more specific. Well, well, I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to lead you lead the horse to uh-huh. water thing, and you know, and then you just <clears> got to take it back and all as the same mm-hmm. is. But anyway, so I just I want to see if you are having the same thoughts or come to the same conclusion that I am guessing here. So just follow yeah. follow on with me. So if you think it's both, so what do you think it's about having ridden I three five and dragster and having done that and gone through what you went through with getting on those coasters for the first time each? How would that affect you in terms of how you acted towards those guys? Um, I think I would still, like, I wouldn't necessarily said something, but I would have been very disappointed. If you had not ridden those coasters? Yeah, yeah, I would have been disappointed because you still, uh, being at a younger age, I still knew because, you know, I used to take karate, so self-discipline and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. um, Okay. I knew that okay. that's that's totally uncalled for and it's ridiculous. Oh sure, no, I agree with yeah. how you how you handled that. No question. So, all right, let me let me because I, I don't want to take too much time on this. We got some other things to talk about. Let me kind of <clears throat> jump to the what I was getting mm-hmm. at and uh, see if you agree with it at least. So you conquered your fear, you know, a couple times here, you know, I three hundred five, and then stepped up. And that's oftentimes with mm-hmm. fear journeys. It's not necessarily just one ride or one coaster. You conquer certain things on this ride, and then you go on this a couple of years later, or a few months later, or weeks later in this case, yeah. days later. Uh, and then, so you went through and, and conquered your fear in a couple of different levels. Mm-hmm. By the time you got off Dragster, you you felt fearless. Yeah. Do you think? Let me put it this way: Do you think that you being fearless to the degree that you were after riding, you know, Dragster, where you're not afraid of any coasters anymore? Do you think that impacted how you acted towards those two kids? Probably because, you know, learning to, you know, not really flip out about things that don't really, that you shouldn't really have to um, flip out about, 
Well, but you still, but you interact, you, I mean, you did. I would have definitely, yeah, it definitely, I would have still said something. Right. But do you think that you were, do you think that you were, you were more uh, confident in, in, yeah, yeah, in, you know, Mm -hmm. in confronting them? And so what I'm getting at, and I'll just kind of get to the bottom line, because this is something we see with other people I've seen in myself, is, you know, riding coasters, and it's not just about just conquering the fears. Fear is a part of the mind, so it's like it's like a uh, like like strength training, just like you go to the gym or you know anything like that, or or, or going to school and strengthening your mind, you know, and learning things and, and so forth. So so you know by facing fear and just riding coasters again and again, even the same one again and again, we're telling our mind, we're teaching our mind, we don't have to be afraid of everything. It's yeah. intimidating. It's you know, it's tall. It's fast. It's inversions. It's all this stuff. Crazy noises and yeah. and your mind. You may part of you may like it, but your mind. There's part of your mind that's battling you, and that's that yeah, and fight it, or, it, yeah. So, it's just yeah. all in the mind. Yeah. yeah. So so by facing, I strongly believe. Uh, you know, it's you know, we're not scientists. I'm I'm an engineer, you know, professionally, but mm-hmm. we're not like this. Podcast is not you know a professional study that's that's auth- authorized by some medical agency or the FDA or something. But you know, we are re- we're doing our own kind of amateur research. And one of yeah. the things that I have concluded from all the people I've talked to, I've talked to dozens of people on this podcast at this point, and guests like yourself, that by facing fear on coasters and and at parks and on thrill rides and drop towers or whatever they may be, it allows us to be less afraid and less anxious in other parts of our life. Yeah. And part uh, of that can be assertiveness with other people. So that's what I'm getting at here is were you able to be more assertive and stand up for yourself and what you believe in because of having faced fears and other aspects? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. And that and that's and that's a powerful thing because and, and this is where this is another aspect of theme park therapy. We talk about theme park therapy being like you were talking about bad days, stress, even depression, anxiety. It can help, you know, prevent it. It can help deal with it and lessen the symptoms. But beyond theme park therapy, by facing fears like we do, we can live more enriched, full lives and be able to stand up for ourselves and not be afraid to speak in public. Some previous guests have talked about that. So, so anyway, so I just wanted to kind of point this out and explore this a little bit because of, of what you brought up there. So, so okay, that's that's a pretty crazy moment on a coaster. Yeah, so, uh, and, and, yeah infuriating, but craziest yeah, as an enjoyable. Yeah. Um, right. craziest as an enjoyable. Yeah, I would have to go with uh, uh, the lightning rod rollback that uh, we got over the summer. That was fun. It was cool because you can feel it. it's not accelerating correctly. So, um, <laughs> I'm a nerd right. when it comes to that coaster. Ask me about that oh, coaster. I know you are. Any of your questions. But you I, could feel I it not you. accelerating correctly. And we were in the best seat, too. We were in the front row. The ride was down for, like, two hours. They tested it, and they tested it, and they are like, yeah, let's, let's open this thing. We were the first ones on that train when I reopened it, rolled back. And I think what that ride is, they test it too much. They just push that ride. And... Right, I feel like right. that's what happens, and it just breaks. You just keep right. cycling, and it cycles, and it cycles. And after they cycle it 50 times, let's just say 50 times, keep in mind, there's no way in hell they can cycle that thing 50 times without it breaking down. Um, right, right, right. Um, it's just going to push itself to the limit and just break. 
And that's, I feel like that's the problem with that ride. At least that's what I experienced when I was there. They just, when it broke, they tested it too much and they would open it and then they would cycle it a few times and it would break. But yeah, the lightning rod rollback was definitely fun. Getting evac okay. off of that. I got some great pictures. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, and as far as what you said about, I didn't want to didn't want to interrupt you, but you were talking about you know how much of a nerd you are about lightning rod. I know that very well from some of the conversations you and I have had, especially <laughs> over DM and oh. some of the videos you've sent me where you've tried to you know modeled it and you know and then you I'm know, pretty close. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty close, Andrew. I've, I've, and, I'm and almost the, there. And the debates we've had about the uh, how I feel about the launch and what happens right after it, and <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I I know. And we'll yeah, we'll get to lightning rod. I think here in a in a bit. I have a feeling. Mm -hmm. But before we oh, get yeah. to that, right before we get to that, I think actually, so you had a rollback on lightning rod. But mm -hmm. uh, I was wondering if your craziest moment might be a rollback on another coaster. Uh, I think that no. On 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 your no, that's not your favorite. That's your second not favorite. My favorite anymore. It's my number two now. But yeah, number go ahead two. and tell the story. Go ahead and tell the story. We were in line. Yeah, we got on the coaster. And you the can most tell what coaster is. Intimate coaster ever created. Here's one of his hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> what it's coaster called, is it? <laughs> it's called Velocicoaster, and it's it's, it's it's very very forceless, very boring. Meanders around all over the place. Um, and, and it's quite shaky too. Like it rattles for some reason. Um, <laughs> anyway, it shouldn't do that. The coaster I just opened shouldn't do that. I don't think it should. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, you know, we go through the, the most boring first half ever created to mankind. Just meanders around, zero force, a forceless launch. It felt like a mock launch, you know. Um, hell, I think the mock launches were more forceful. Um, it's like the ones on Copperhead Strike, very forceful. Um, you, need, you, need to, you need to ride Ride to Happiness. I know you're going to go up the summer. <laughs> I, yeah, that's, that's like my top bucket, bucket list coaster. It's amazing. Like, of all kinds. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, dude. Um, so I, I pretty much fall asleep during the first half from that. And then we, we, we go over to the second launch, the boost launch. And we stop. We stop. Nothing happens. We just go, no. It's like, wow, something interesting is happening for once on this coaster. I actually woke <laughs> up from my It was insane. So, you know, we sat there for a little bit. They launched it backwards like they used to do. Like a, just a recover launch, you know. You know about those. Launch it backwards. And we'll come there. Like, launch. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That, that was. Okay, that was so you did not have a rollback. You did not have a rollback. Not really, no, but failed launch rollback. I use those interchangeably. Oh, okay. That's news to me. That I This is my first time. You, you learn something mm -hmm. every day. So you and I have had the same experience. I thought you had a more augmented no, version. No, I'm not that uh, lucky. Oh, you're, so you've not had a rollback. So maybe mm -hmm. that would be maybe one of your more interesting moments if you had a yeah. rollback. Oh, you and I mm -hmm. both have had relaunches. Okay, got yeah. it, got it. Okay. They're, they're, right. they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a good good different experience yeah uh, i think yep. that was maybe yeah. the 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 one time i thoroughly like i think that was probably my best ride i got on it <laughs> <laughs> most interesting ride i would say yeah, yeah most interesting for sure okay well yeah. um i guess we're gonna we're gonna go back and talk about one of the coasters you've mentioned already with this next question mm -hmm. what is your favorite coaster well it's called Lightning Rod. 
<laughs> and I love this ride so much because from the terrain, now I get very enthusiastic when I talk about this ride. So right, that's it's like airtime like with Voyage. It, he, it will yeah. ramble on for a while. Mike, if you're oh, watching, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome, I'm going to try not to ramble on for five hours about this ride. But to me, this sure. thing's just, it, it's for me, it's really just the perfect coaster. You know, the, the 50s music playing in the plaza going up to the ride. You know, I love that era of music. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Rock and roll, all that stuff. Um, you got all the, and it's, and it's a pre pretty decently themed coaster, too. You know, you got the, the, the cars out there and all the different props in the queue. Um, so for me, I think the theming's pretty, pretty good for a coaster like that. Um, and, uh, you know, just the, the whole terrain, the uphill launch, which is something different than, you know, it's a completely different feeling than just a straight flat launch. Um, right. Really right. sets you back in your seat. And, you know, just the, the, it has a bunch of sideways airtime. That's my favorite, favorite type of air, airtime, the sideways airtime. And it has that massive wave turn, you know, just like five seconds, just 90 degrees, just hanging off to the side. Um, and, you know, it, it has the twisted, the outer bank, uh, the, the twist and shout, kind of similar to Iron right. Wazi. Uh, I do like right. Wazis uh, more because it's taken out of faster yeah. speed. But I'm not dissing on the one on Lightning Rod at all. It's a different yeah. feeling because uh, I feel like I like I like exiting the exit on the one on Lightning Rod more because you get more change of direction. Guazis just kind of exits out straight, you know. And goes yeah, and goes I can see that. Uh, yeah. Lightning Rod, you make the turn, so you get some nice laterals coming out of that. Um, yeah. Then my favorite part of the ride, besides the quad down, is like the 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 second outer bank hill. It's like 45 degrees bank, something like that, rough estimate. You know right. what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's where the ride really starts to like kick into high gear. And then, you know, the quad down, just gaining speed, gaining speed, gaining speed, plus all the air time. Uh, for me, it's just perfect. It's, it's fast. It's intense. And, and those are coasters that I like. Coasters that have intensity, uh, great air time. Uh, fantastic pacing and the launch uphill is just really a bonus and you know yeah. the music plays really uh, just the cherry on top so yeah I, I mean you know one of my passions you mentioned earlier is cars and so I mean, yeah not the zero cars is my favorite but but i do appreciate the cars theming mm -hmm. the zero cars pool and and you know as far as the style of lightning rod i like the train aspect the the i i think and this is a spicy take other than it's Iron Wazi, the quad down. I know. No, 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 no. no. no don't put, really. No, no. Let me talk because I think you'll like what I'm going to say. Oh. So I do like most of the Iron Horse track, you know, Ibox track, mm -hmm. you know, RMCs. You know, Iron Wazi being my favorite. Yeah. But in my opinion, the best work that RMC has done overall is their topper track. I, I love Outlaw Run. <clears throat> love, 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 run. Oh, I love and, that coast so much, too. Yeah, yeah, and especially at night. It's a great night ride. Not the best night ride in the world, but it's one of the best. Uh, and 
and lightning rod is fantastic it has got some great elements the quad i love the quad down way mm -hmm. turn i mean it's, it's got some great elements so it's just i have issues with the launch and what if this here this is my issue with the launch on lightning rod and you know i think you're yeah. not talk about this, but, but i don't think i put it in this perspective because you're not, you're not <laughs> especially you're not gonna like what i'm comparing it to but in my opinion it fails and again i have not ridden lightning rod i only wrote it in 2022 i did okay. not yeah ride I, it I, I wrote it with the steel track too right and before they <clears throat> kind of some things on mm -hmm. it so i don't have that perspective so but the la the launch on it i can't help but compare to i'm not even going to use maverick because maverick maverick's got the line that's great too but really i would compare it to i305 uh sky rush and Conda, I know you've not ridden Conda yet, in terms of, and those are not launches, I know that, yeah, the but they're lift. very fast elevator lifts. They're much mm -hmm. faster than chain lifts, and especially Skyrush, but Conda has it too, and to some degree, I threw a five benefits from it. The intensity that you get going down that first drop because of how fast you're going up those lifts, mm -hmm. to me, I get a, those are more impactful for me than the effect that the launch on Lightning Rod has in terms of the first drop that's that's the only big issue i have with lightning run you yeah. see what i'm saying i can see that yeah um uh i think what really uh sets the launch apart for me beside uh, apart from a cable lift is the uh it's the acceleration you know if it had that slow acceleration like a, a mock coaster it would definitely feel more of a of a elevator lift um but right. i think the acceleration is really why i enjoy yeah. it but I, I definitely yeah. get your, I get your point. Yeah. Yeah, and when you go to Europe next year, you're your your socks gonna get knocked off. You're gonna get a very different perspective. Your things are gonna change for you. Your eyes are gonna open. I keep using all these idioms, but mm -hmm. but between you know, I know you're planning on extending the trip beyond the coaster trip that you and I are both Actually, gonna be on. I don't know what, what, what we're oh, doing. Oh, not. Oh, it depends okay. because I'm debating on whether doing a coaster trip or really uh, focusing on you know. Uh, playing music with my band it just depends oh, okay so you may not extend well at some we point might, I we know might not do I, we're doing hollywood nights we know that we, we yeah. might I th i'm pretty sure we'll do like a little trip somewhere in the summer but i i don't know europe is 50 50 at this point yeah okay got it got it so it, you, may, you may not even go to the coaster crew trip maybe not it just depends oh okay we'll, we'll make well, it out yeah okay well at least at some point maybe yeah. not this coming summer i know that you will get to plops land you'll get to mm -hmm. fantasia land and amongst other parks out there and you know riding especially taryn ride to happiness but even fly uh your your perspectives are going to change and things are going to get shaken up i'm not saying again number one necessarily i actually think ride to happiness could become easily become your number one but, that well yeah, with how much yeah. i enjoy time traveler i wouldn't be surprised if that's top three for yeah me. time traveler is a kiddie coaster commit ride to happiness is it yeah oh yeah more so happy even more <laughs> All right. Well, in any case, thanks for talking about your favorite. And uh, yeah. again, I, have respect, I have respect for that. Again, I, overall, I like Lightning Ride a lot. I'm looking forward to riding it again in a couple months here. Actually, ride, ride it. Right. Go back sometime in the summer when it's like 80 degrees. So it'll, it'll be. It, it'll 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 surprise you more. Yeah, I don't Rather, know if I'm going to get because you were there when it was rainy, right? With the coaster crew. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was because it's a problem. The COVID event was in in late March last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it was not. It wasn't say rainy. I don't think it was raining much that day, but it was cold. It was a cold day. So like, yeah, it just it wasn't warm enough for it to really get there. Yeah. Well, the Coaster Crew event this year is a few weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. Later, tax or technically tax day. Yeah. yeah. 15th so hopefully it'll be warm that day for that reason yeah and i hope they add ert for lightning run please like if anyone Um, can do that like because we should be getting we should be getting it we should be big bear is cool but lightning rod is better no i think we're i think we're gonna lightning rod roundup you can't lightning rod roundup without ert on lightning I have about an 80% confidence we're going to get the, just like last year, we're going to get mm-hmm. the nighttime ERT on Lightning Rod. Hell yeah. yeah. Because I've always longed for like a bunch of night rides on that thing. Because, you know, their hours, Dollywood, I'm not really yeah. a big fan of their hours. You know, like, because they close at 9.30 in the summer. It's like, you know, stay That's open for an extra 30 minutes. And really, I've only gotten like one, like, pitch black night ride on oh. that. Couple. And oh. that was because... It broke, but they still decide to open it up at oh, ten, so thirty minutes right. after the park closed, and right. we got on that, and it was it was great. Well, the fireworks were going off; it was incredible. That's really good dedication yeah. by the Dollywood team. That's great that mm-hmm. they reopened it still. It was late, but yeah, no, you got some good night rides on it. I believe made a that. bunch of friends, crew too. Love that crew oh, nice. so much. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on and let's talk about on the other end of the spectrum. And I know it's not really Velocicoaster. No, it's not. No, that. I like Velocicoaster. Hey, you know, top twenty out of three hundred and eleven. That's pretty pretty good. Yeah. So I know, you know? the jokes. You know, yeah, you, you're being. Serious. I just like I just like crapping on it just to pick on yeah. you. So. <laughs> well, but again, it's not my favorite anymore. So it just, yeah, that's true. But I still, you know, something that's that close to home. You gotta you gotta do something to. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what is really, honestly, all seriousness, what is your least favorite coaster and um, why? I think I don't really know what, like, least favorite because I stopped ranking after a certain number. But I would say the worst experience I've had on a coaster as just coaster itself, not interactions with people. That was the twisted uh, thing. Um was mind blower over at Fun Spot and Kissimmee? It's the Kissimmee Fun Spot. Yeah, the Kissimmee Fun Spot. Yes, that coast was just so shaky, and it's a shame because the layout's fantastic. I love the layout. I love the corkscrew, the, the inversion. Um, yeah, but it, it so, it's just rough, and I just I I have a high rough roughness tolerance. You know, uh, right? I'm not sure if you. Did you ride Grizzly when you're at King's Dominion? Not recently. I've no. not ridden Grizzly since like 2008 yeah. or that, nine. That ride got really rough, but I enjoy it. I love Grizzly so much. But Mind Blow was just on another level of just shakiness because it's throughout the right. entire ride from like drop coming off the lift hill, like the, the like the yeah. turn coming off the lift hill. It's like, <laughs> like yeah. why is this ride doing this? You're not even going 10 miles an hour yet, and you're already every bone in your body's rattling and rolling and it's like i just knew it was a bad idea the second we came off of that lift i was like oh boy, it's gonna be one of these rides and yes it yeah. was if 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 it could really benefit from some titan track or just any gravity group retrack like they're doing with voyage and grizzly 
during the uh, this this season. So uh, yes. Speaking of speaking of Grizzly, I, I am looking forward to writing Grizzly again for the first time in a while after all that work is done, and I yeah. definitely want to get up there this year for that reason. Um, as far as um, as far as Mindblower goes, you know that's one of my technically one of my home parks, and I don't ride it that much, but I did ride it as recently as a couple months ago. I've ridden it, you know a few times in the past year, and it keeps getting worse and worse. And it, you know it's it. I, I wish Fun Spot Kissimmee. Well, I wish the Fun Spot Company mm -hmm. would give as much love to that ride as they as they do with GCI to White Lightning. Mm -hmm. um, well, you know, so, <clears throat> yeah, they they're just, working they with RMC do. now. So, uh, Fun Spot, if you're listening to this, you know, give them a call. That'd be nice. Yeah, maybe. RMC, RMC uh, mind blower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna. You know, it's fun talking about coasters. You know, I've mm -hmm. talked about coasters a lot on offline, but it's nice to talk about it here, and so our audience can can hear and so forth. But uh, we're gonna talk about something else now for a couple yeah. of questions before we wrap things up here. So, you know, as we were alluding to in the beginning, and you know, we've already kind of you know revealed what it is. So it's not a big surprise. But you know, I know you have another big passion besides coasters, and yeah. uh, you know, why don't you tell us more about it? Well, uh, music is my main passion. It's really what I started out with. Um, uh, funny enough, I started out with piano. I hated piano so much. Oh, no. um, and then uh, took lessons for a little while. Then uh, I said, I'm not playing this. I'm playing guitar. So ever since then, I've been playing guitar. And I started when I was five and a half, maybe. Give or wow. Take. Five and a half. Yeah. yeah. When I started playing the guitar. And, uh, you know, I still play it every day. And, uh, uh, I actually took a little break from guitar. I mean, I still took lessons and things. Right. But I just didn't really practice that much and kind of lost interest in it for a little bit. And that was when, I don't know if that had to, it, that was when COVID happened. And I just kind of just really lost interest and in was playing music. And then huh. in November of 2021, that's when I really, like, I've been playing it more than I ever have been. And nice. that's when I started getting into the Grateful Dead. Uh, okay. Yes, I haven't been a deadhead all of my life. It's only been <laughs> since November of uh, 2021. But yeah, now, that's when I re really started getting, playing it more than I ever have been. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, we've talked about it a little bit here. And actually, mm -hmm. I really probably at some point I should have him on as a guest as well on the podcast here. Probably should uh, do that. But, um, you know, your dad, like, would you look at, you look at your dad, I know he's still your father, so he probably annoys you and all that, because you're a teenager, and that's how that works, but... It's not that bad, at, Yeah, I know it's different than your mom, but, like, do you look <clears throat> at your dad as, like, one of your, like, kind of like one of your best friends, in a way? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We, we yeah, you guys, I mean, I, you're not the only father-son uh, coaster enthusiast duo that I, I, I'm friends with. I'm friends with a, a few others like that, or even a mother son. And they're always really cool relationships. And I'm very mm -hmm. much, you know, I appreciate being a, being witness to those and being friends yeah. with those people and the dynamics involved. And I have a lot of fun with you and your dad. And, you know, I think it's really cool. How your dad supports, you know, you being an enthusiast and he's a part of that too. Yeah. But I know he also, you know, which is interesting, which is why I'm bringing this up, not just shares kind of the coaster enthusiast aspects with you and that, the, the, you know, being one with you, but he also is a really big music fan. And in fact, yeah. isn't it true that his, his love of music is how you got your name? Yeah. Uh, he named me after Bob Dylan, so one of the greatest right. songs of all time. Uh, top three songwriters, uh, you know. 
Uh, my yeah. favorite song, Robert Hunter, uh, David Bowie, oh, yeah. Bob Dylan. So those are definitely the top three songwriters of all time, in my opinion. Heavy <clears throat> Yeah. So, you know, you started guitar at like six, six and a half. So I'm assuming your dad was influential on in that, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. Right. That's really cool. So is he must be very proud. Cause I haven't, I mainly talked to you guys about coasters, you know, when mm-hmm. we're hanging out at the parks or at the parks, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's very proud of what you've done and like your, the band that you're now in. Yeah. Uh, okay. that, that we just formed that in, uh, uh, I think September or, uh, no, actually it was in December. We formed in December, like really started practicing in December. So it hasn't been that long. And we already got uh, Doug Irwin. He was the guy who uh, um, he uh, actually uh, dis- uh, crafted all of Jerry Garcia's guitars. And he uh, follows us on our band page. So we found that like really interesting. So uh, nice. one of the greatest really cool. years of all time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. So do you want to you want to maybe mention talk about your band just a little bit here what the deal is yeah so uh we're called wolf uh w-o-l-p-h and yep. uh we play uh you know we do blues uh southern rock all those genres i uh mentioned earlier in the podcast mm-hmm. um and, and and we're gonna start doing some original stuff soon uh oh nice got a lot of shows. uh well not, not like a ton of shows but uh we play at least one every month and uh, I know in uh, April, I think we have around two shows. I know in May, we have two shows. June, wow. I know we have one. Uh, oh, in March, we have uh, two. We actually got one coming up March 25th, I think. But, uh, Where are the shows at? Where do you do perform? So we play like in Williamsburg, West Point. We've done a couple in Richmond. So, and then, wow. oh, October 28th. Um, we're going a couple hours out and uh, we're opening up for Last Fair Deal, which is one of the uh, biggest, uh, one of the big dead cover uh, cover bands. So that's a, a cool privi- privilege to do, to open up for them. Wow. Um, now, now yeah. just to understand here, so it's it's your friends and you are in this band and Wolf, mm-hmm. and you guys yeah. are all like around the same age or high schoolers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're all uh, 15 except our bass player. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the this the band that you're you're opening for, like, are mm-hmm. they adults? Or are yeah. They, like, yeah. Yeah. That's really. I mean, that's got to mm-hmm. be like you got to feel good about that. Yeah. And that's it's really it's cool. it's a great uh, privilege to to do something like that. We're really nice. happy about. It. Now the venues that you're are these other venues like a couple like one or twice a month mm-hmm. that you're mentioning or what kind of venues are we talking about? Like, where are you performing? Um, it, it just depends. Uh, so like the stuff in Richmond, uh, yeah. I think it, I was told it can get around upwards of a thousand people, give or take. Wow. I think it can get higher than that. Uh, we haven't played in front of that many people yet. I know we did, uh, we didn't do a show of ourselves in front of a thousand people, but it yeah. was, we, we did, we did the three of us before we were an actual band did play in front of a thousand people with a different uh, blues artist from the uh, area in uh, wow. the summer. So that was uh, a fun opportunity. Um, some, most places are like little, uh, not little, but uh, uh, you know, restaurants and bars and things, but yeah. we do, we do outdoor venues and we, we try to get a lot of people in there. So 
Okay. Now, I mean, now some of these venues that you're talking about, maybe not ones you've done yet, but coming up here, mm-hmm. you know, and the, you know the the other bands you're playing with. I mean, it sounds like you know this is where tickets are sold, right? Um. So I know uh, the one. Let me see what date it is. It's in May, May sixth, Saturday, May sixth. Um, yeah. They're doing a ticketed show. There's going to be three bands. We're going to be the uh, the the finale band from like five to like eight. Oh around that and they're expecting like i think 300 ish people so that's gonna be fun yeah so and and you guys get part of the revenue right uh yeah yeah so i mean you got you know i mean you guys just started in december you're basically Mm -hmm. high schoolers you know you're minors Mm -hmm. and you form this band this series you know really you know like high quality band and everything where you're starting to perform yeah, starting to perform at venues less than a year, like within a few months after starting your band, mm-hmm. to the point where you're getting tickets and bringing in ticket sales. That's really yeah. impressive. Yeah, we even uh, uh, last week on Sunday we uh, went to the studio and we uh, did some cover stuff. Uh, that that turned out really fun. That was a nice. fun experience. And uh, if you get a chance to listen to that, I think you'll like that. Nice. Yeah. So for your professional <laughs> recording. Mm-hmm. That's that's really, yeah, and that's a good way to start. Is to start with covers, but like get kind of get used yeah. to the studio experience and what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, that's Third really time. great. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now you mentioned that you're going to start doing some of your own original content. Yeah, yeah. So who is start, who right? is writing the the music and lyrics for that? Or is that all of you combined? Uh, we we all try to chip in, but um, I think at the end of the day, it's probably going to be me doing like most of the stuff. Not. But, you know, uh, each of us will be writing our own stuff eventually. Um, but I think uh, in terms of right now, I think I have the one. I'm, I'm the one that has the most motivation to, like, let's do some original stuff. Um, wow. wow. It's, just, it's just finding, you know, the time to, to write the, the music and uh, get the lyrics and all that stuff. But when I find the time, I do it. Yeah, I know, because, I mean, granted, you don't have a job, you know, yeah. you're still in school, but, you know, school can be very demanding, mm-hmm. you know, you go to, yeah. you know, you go to a, a kind of a special, in a good way school, yeah. you know, you don't go to public school, right, you go to, no. like, a private school, private. like, a, yeah, yeah, so, you know, that can be more demanding, because it's a higher level and stuff, so, yeah, I totally get it, I know school yeah. frustrates you, you're almost done, you got a couple more years. Sometimes, <laughs> and then junior year, I've heard that's the worst um, yeah, yeah, can be most intense. Whoopee! Um, <laughs> school is really not that bad. It, it some weeks are better than others. Like this week, this 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 week I just got done with that was really busy. It was a really oh, busy nice. week. We made it through though. Hopefully next week's uh lighter on us on me, so I can uh you know find some time to do some other stuff. Right, right, yeah, right. Ooh. So uh, I know we originally were hoping to have your whole band there, but obviously with the other guys yeah. not being part of the interview, might get a little impatient and all that. So we didn't, <laughs> we decided not to do that, but yeah. I know that you, you know, you can, you know, you've got your guitars and I, uh, I got it I think, on my, over my yeah. shoulder right now, actually. Nice. You want to play something for us? Yeah. So uh, I got my acoustic with me. We're tuning in awesome. open E, so the different tuning. Uh, I like doing open E for like uh, solo stuff. Um, this one's oh, up. Uh, little Martha. It's uh, by the Almond Brothers band. It's just an acoustic oh, nice. tune. Yeah. Cool. So, All right. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
awesome that was i mean yeah. you know you see a live performance right there and you know you're just by yourself and that's always yeah. the trickiest you don't have a band to kind of cover up any any little things no you did a great job i mean so you've been playing guitar basically for almost 10 years now on it with yeah. a little of a break right yeah right and uh no, that's the, getting into that f finger picking and open e stuff uh that, that just started this year so oh nice nice yeah. no it sounded great yeah, right. it sounded great yeah. And uh, I believe uh, if I, if everything works out right here, you know, I'm kind of doing this, uh, recording, the, you know, recording that. Obviously, we record these episodes, then they get edited and and, and published. Mm -hmm. But I believe we're gonna have a nice little surprise from Olive Wolf at the end of this episode. Maybe one of those studio recordings you talked about, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, that'll be a nice treat for all the listeners. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. I mean, that's very impressive. No I mean, problem. I. Yeah. I mean, I identify coasters, theme parks together and then cars mm -hmm. is my two primary passions and hobbies but i very much love music and i have a very eclectic taste with genres and pretty much the only thing i'm not a big fan of is is most rap yeah I, yeah <laughs> i i just and, to uh, me it's not a lot of it's not music it's just yelling and, and it's, talking. Of, it's talking it's talking yeah, yeah. That's, just, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, that's what jerry garcia said rap is not music it's talking uh yeah. it's something it, i mean it has rhyme it has meter there's nothing wrong yeah. with it. Yeah, it's like a poem. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like pretty much, you know, all other genres of music, but especially classic rock is one of my favorites. Yeah. And you know, yeah. and and, and yeah, I, you know, I like a lot of instrumental and classical too. But yeah, no, I, I you know, a lot of the stuff that you guys do mm -hmm. is is my kind of thing. And so, 
I, you know, as you know, I try to make it up to the Virginia area for the parks, you know, for Kingston yeah. and for Busch Gardens Williamsburg a couple, a few times a year. So hopefully maybe I can make it up there when you guys are doing one of your shows and I can check it out. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that, we'd love to have you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah, maybe we can make that work for sure. And, and I hope you guys succeed so that maybe, you know, in a few years, you know, maybe I won't have to travel far because you guys are touring and maybe you come hopefully. down to yeah, yeah, you never know, you never know. All right, well, we're going to finish up the interview, Dylan, but uh, thanks right. again for music and everything. I yeah, no problem. We like, yeah, we like to explore other mm-hmm. other areas of our guests' you know, passions, and not it's not just about coasters and parks. So, you know, we, we had to do an entire interview about one of our, um, with one of our guests, it was all about uh, animal cruelty and what she does to fight it. I mean, just because it's something mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. And Anyways, but yeah, so let's, let's finish up the interview. So... Uh, speaking of that person I just mentioned, so uh, she is a good friend of our podcast. Her name is Tracy, uh, Tracy Lystra, and her son, uh, Dusty, uh, is or was about your age. And uh, he unfortunately, uh, sadly, just uh, passed away recently this past year, very suddenly and unexpectedly. And uh, he was especially good friends with David. He with David was good friends with that family. And understandably, his passing uh, hit David especially very hard. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of made him and then the rest of us think about mortality and, and you know, what happens after we pass away and how, you know, yeah. what our legacy is. Mm-hmm. So this next question is uh, one that we added because of, uh, sadly, what happened to Dusty. And so, you know, thinking about for yourself, you know, hopefully you live a long life, but whenever your life were to end, you know, how do you want your family, your friends, your colleagues, your bandmates, you know, whoever it, you know, is in your life, uh, how do you want them to remember you by? Uh, let me think here. This is a question that you can't really just answer in two seconds, but if I had yeah, to do it right question, now, yeah. I'd go with like, just to be, you know, a relevant part of, of their lives, you know, some of that, 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 that was relevant. Uh, so it may be like, an important part of their lives, in other words. Yeah. That, you know, um, yeah. So, like, yeah. for example, for uh, my bandmates, a relevant musician. Yeah. Uh, so like yeah, that. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's short but sweet. That's very, in a way, that's very profound because, you know, just that one word, may, you know, that you're, you, wanted, you want to be remembered as someone that was relevant, that was mm-hmm. someone they think of that was significant in their lives. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. So the other kind of similar kind of question that we've had this in, in from the very beginning of the podcast, uh, and you can think of this in terms of kind of the mission of the podcast, uh, you know, mm-hmm. about theme park therapy, about the idea that parks are not just for fun. They are fun, of course, yeah. but they can actually be good for you. Like, like you talked about, you just, you enjoy going to the parks just when you're having a bad day or just kind of escape, you yeah. know, that theme park therapy we talked about, you can, you know, in terms of that, Maybe people are going through some hard times or, you know, dealing with depression or anxiety or stress or the bad, bad week at school or whatever it may be. Or you can think about it in terms of just being a big, you know, big time nerd, as you said, <laughs> coaster enthusiast, uh, you know, <clears throat> advice for people that are budding enthusiasts or whatnot. But, you know, whatever you want, uh, whatever you want to share there, one kind of last bit of pearl oh. from, from Dylan advice you could give. Well, since I'm not old and shriveled and wise. Um, uh, if I had to say something, <laughs> I don't have the long beard. I don't have the, anyway. Um, uh, 
I'd say just don't quit. I think because if you quit, you really don't know how, how close you are to success. So I, I think don't, don't, don't quit would be what I would say to someone if you had any advice to give, because um, just keep, keep on pushing on, you know, you'll, you'll get there. It might take a little while, but if you, if, if you quit, then you're not going to get there. It doesn't matter. But if you keep pushing, you'll get there eventually. Yeah. Don't give up. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's a great advice. And I want to, I kind of live my life in a similar way. I believe that, you know, I like living by idioms because mm -hmm. they exist because some wise people thought of them and a lot of other people agree. That's why they, they're famous. And one of the idioms I live my, my life by is persistence is a virtue. Definitely. And, you know, and that's kind of very much, yeah, in line of what you just said there. So I think that's great advice. So thank you for sharing. So yeah. last but not least, uh, and, uh, you know, please answer this question if you'd like, not just in terms of, you know, blues coasters and yeah. you know, in terms of your coaster side, but, you know, please promote your band too. Because I, you know, I, I, I think you, what you guys are doing awesome. I think it's really impressive, you know, that you guys are, are, are making the inroads that you are and getting out and doing live shows and stuff. So share about blues coasters and about you and also about your band, how people can find you. Okay. So, uh, first of all, blues coasters, I'm on YouTube as just blues coasters the b is capital and the c is capital there's a space between the two things no underscores that's on youtube on instagram it's blues underscore coasters um you'll find that but before you follow that please go subscribe to wolf band on youtube and uh that's w-o-l-p-h band on youtube and uh on Instagram, we are W-O-L-P-H underscore band. So it's just like the Blues Coasters thing. On Instagram, it has the underscore. Um, but please follow that before you go check my account out because we're really trying to uh, get our band out there and just, uh, you know, spread our, our, our love of music to keep, keep good music alive. That's what we really want to do. And, uh, but... Yeah, Wolf Band and Blues Coasters. So that's what we're on. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're also on Facebook for uh, Wolf Band. So you can go check that out too. And uh, uh, we might have a TikTok coming out on Wolf Band soon. Not at the moment, but soon. I think we'll have a TikTok coming out. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we're going to have merch. We already got a bunch of stickers. So we're going to start making t-shirts. And... Uh, uh, no patches, maybe because I'm a patch collector, also. Yeah, I know you're a poster nerd. I got my vest and <laughs> pins, we're gonna make pins and patches. So, uh, yeah, every definitely. park, every new park I go to, you ask me to look for patches. I know, yeah, I like, know. come on, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, definitely follow. Please, uh, go check us out. The band Wolf Band W O L P H, nice. uh, before Blues nice. Coasters, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I I had already been following you, of course, Instagram. That you and I, that's how you and I connected. Yeah. But also, you, you uh, told me about your Instagram account for your band, and I followed them a, a while back. I think right after you guys started. But I had not subscribed. Didn't know about YouTube. It makes sense. You guys would have YouTube. So literally, as you were telling our audience that, I subscribed to Wolf Band on YouTube. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and you'll, you'll know that because, you'll you'll know it's us because uh, we have that that Wolf logo. 
yeah. kind of tripping out. Um, and also, uh, please, please feel free to share our uh, our band around to anyone you know. We're just trying to get all that support we can get. Nice, so, uh, nice. Yeah. By the way, how did you come? How did you come up with the Wolf Band and the Wolf logo? And, and yeah. So uh, the Wolf, so the PH, we wanted it different. So we uh, kind of we took inspiration from the band Fish. So that's PH, uh, yeah, yes. P-H-I-S-H. and then Wolf is actually just regular spelled Wolf is one of the names of uh, Jerry Garcia's uh, most played guitars. It's one of his most famous guitars. So if you whoa. Or that head, you would know that uh, the Wolf is one of Jerry's most popular guitars, and uh, it's, it's it's one of the most beautiful guitars you've ever seen. It's 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 nothing like any other run of the mill, you know, Gibson Les Paul, Fender Stratocaster. Uh, if you look at any of Jerry's guitars, the Rosebud, the Tiger, the Wolf, um, the Lightning Bolt, they're all just the most beautiful handcrafted uh, uh instruments that i've ever seen just the the um the, the hand inlaid mother of pearl and the brass and all that stuff that's on the guitar it's it's real incredible so if you guys like uh anyone who's listening like art that's definitely uh art and uh doug Irwin, the guy who made that definitely one of the greatest luthiers out there and we were very happy to have his support on wolf so, nice. uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I am not a, like a big time musician. I did play drums mm -hmm. and percussion, cool. you know, back in school. I, I mean, I stopped it after high school, but, you know, it just wasn't a big passion of mine. But I do, I, like I said, I love music. I've been to many concerts. I love go. I love seeing live music. That's why I want to see you guys live. Uh, and I, you know, I, I never really thought about this much, but you just kind of alluded to it. Um, you know, basses too, but especially guitars. It can be really cool looking, like yeah. the colors and the the design mm -hmm. and the shape, and you know, it's it's there's all kinds of different styles, and yeah, they can be really art pieces of art unto themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense what you were sharing there. Well, thank you so much, Dylan. This is really fun, and I yeah, think it's awesome. Was, you know, I enjoyed you know, it. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, you're a coaster enthusiast. You know, there's there's a decent number of us out there, but I love you know you shared about your music and your passion for it. And uh, I learned some things about that today. I didn't realize, you know, about you guys doing live shows and car, you know, and yeah. opening for, for people and, and, you know, and, and that's, yeah, you guys are going places and that's amazing. And you keep it up. That's awesome. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll keep going. Awesome. Yeah. You, yeah, you use your own advice, follow your own advice. Yeah. You gave. Yep. And you'll be good. So thank you so much, Dylan. Yeah. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to see more of us, we upload every Friday. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all at Coaster Challenge. Links are in the description below. Thanks for joining us here today.